You already know we have great taste in everything. Cocky much? Hey, hey, I'm trying to sell things here. Like I was saying, you already know we have great taste in everything. Amazon has noticed too. So they gave us our own store. Our own storefronts, actually. That's the same no, thing. No, no, it's not. I got mine. You got yours. So all of the misfits that love you can shop your favorite things. And the ones that love me, which is the majority. Now who's the cocky one? Huh? What? <laughs> n n nothing. <laughs> Back to my point. All the misfits that love me can shop my favorite thing. So make sure you click the link in the description of this podcast. Or wherever you're listening to it. Well, you still talking? Mama got this. Girl, what? Who? who? <laughs> Whatever platform you're on, there should be a link or the words on the screen. Click or type that in. Enjoy, Misfits. All right. Ready. Welcome to the Aka Minority Podcast, episode 158. I am one of your hosts, Gigi Shuttlesworth, a.k.a. Chica Live, or TSM Chica. And with me, as always, is the immaculate, the body rocking, the soul snatching. You tell your mom about her, but your mama like, okay, I've been new about her, so why are you telling me about somebody I put you on to? Lady Godiva. Hello. <laughs> how, you doing? how you doing today? Thank you, thank you. Um, I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good, but I got beef with you. What? What I do? <laughs> what you do? What haven't you done? Why are you out here inviting my mama out here to places? <laughs> well, um, she said she's waiting on her invite, and I said she doesn't need one. <laughs> so, Don't be. No, yeah. She do. She need. She need a permission slip first of all. Oh my goodness. She calling me. She calling me. She calling me asking about Phoenix. Are we going? Are we? Are we going to Phoenix? I said, Oh, we speak French now. <laughs> I said, We, 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 Cherie. I said, I don't know about no we. You, you, you going your ass to home. I'm like, the, She's awesome. So what be going to Tons and what be going on? It does. I said, I said, it's a, I said, it's, I said, it's a part. I said, it's a celebration party for a book. I said, it's a book release party. For for Nick the chef, blah 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 blah. Just like so. Oh, what Lady Godiva? Did there was the funny part came. Also, what Lady Godiva poetry review about cooking? Oh. <laughs> I said I said I said no. I said no. It's not no Jill Scott. It's not Jill. Jill Scott is not performing. <laughs> this is, this will not be about. I said I said I I started blushing. I was like I I don't know. I said I don't know what it be about. I I don't know. I don't yeah, know. We're cooking up other things though. Yeah, stuff is, cook, stuff is cooking. Stuff is stuff is cooking. You ain't gonna like the vibe. Stuff is cooking in there. It's cook. It's getting it's getting hot and steamy. But uh, no, 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 no. But then, but then she bagged out when she heard it was in Phoenix. So I was like, Ooh. Oh, okay. Oh, I feel bad, but I mean, you that, know, ain't no fuck that. Fuck all that. She can come. <laughs> she can come. She can come to some more, 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 more. My mama a virgin, first of all. So. She can come to something that's more virgin friendly. Oh God! <laughs> All no. right. Damn, spend spend the whole night getting people involved. My mama, I don't, I don't, I don't, that don't sound like fun to me. Yeah, I I get it. It's gonna be. It's gonna. Be, this what it's gonna be. Can you go get me some of that food? First of all, I don't want. To, first of all, I don't want to touch nothing that's not vegan. So I no. 
I don't care how I don't care how amazing the food looks. I don't care how sensei sensationalized the food looks. I'm not touching it. So you gotta go get that yourself, yeah. you know? And then all the, I, all I'm the- glad I'm glad there was some fruit there though. <laughs> I'm still stuck on the one dude at the first event in Brooklyn. He was talking to this woman all night. Oh. oh man, that shit was funny. Then at the end of the night, he found out. Oh, oh shit! You married to this dude? Oh, damn! <laughs> like he just knew. He just knew. He just knew he. Was, he just knew he was about to. He just. He just knew he had. He just knew he had her. Right. Oh How my many god! Drinks do it take me to leave with me, girl? You look good. <laughs> I got money, but I don't waste my time. He's tall. Waste your time, boy. Yo, they need to. Yo, they gotta play that at a party. I need. I need that Miguel to come on. Yeah, that's yo, true. Li- hey, if the DJ listening, let me let me do let me do a thirty minute set. Let me put together a thirty minute set. I got a couple songs that need to play in the middle of hey. in the middle of the night. Towards the end of the night too. Oh Lord, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> make sure y'all click that link in the description of this podcast for you can join us in Phoenix on April eighteenth because we're coming to Phoenix to shut it down. Lady Godiva is performing. Chef Nick is cooking. We got. The, the amazing DJ on the ones and twos is going to be a very great event. We want to see all your smiling faces in the place to be dressed to impress like the kings and queens that you are and ready to get your body high because trust me, it's going to be a night to remember because we done told you once Lady Godiva takes that stage, once Lady Godiva takes that stage, all we ask is that nine months from now, you name the, you, name, you get a baby a nice name. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's all oh I'm my saying. god! I still, I still, till this day, cannot get over how quiet that room got. That was just so crazy. <laughs> and if y'all don't know what we're talking about, you can watch the YouTube video that's available now. Link in the description of the podcast, or just go to youtube.com backslash Words by Lady G and check out Lady G performs in Brooklyn. Because when I tell you that is a memorable performance, it is a memorable performance the the, it, the, the sheer draft the drastic three letters changed three letters changed the whole atmosphere that's a powerful that's a powerful mc right there she said three letters <laughs> she said three words three words <laughs> three words they said Ooh. got the dj all hot and bothered i still didn't make i still didn't make a commercial clip of that the dj got all hot. it was a, it's a fun experience hilarious. I I would have noticed that if you didn't like do a close up. I wonder if the DJ saw that that clip. <laughs> <laughs> you can send it to it because that that was too that was too funny. I was because I was editing the video, and I was like, okay, cool. Now I was like, wait, what the hell is the DJ back there doing? I was like, wait a minute, because it's because sometimes stuff look like sometimes you do, sometimes you're like okay, never mind. It, it just you know you just don't you just know. Now I'm like, wait a minute. Oh no, she 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 was listening. <laughs> That was like the perfect like moment. It like it's a meme in itself. She said, Ooh. <laughs> Yo, we can make her she's gonna become a meme. Yo, we gonna put it out. She's gonna become a gift for me. That that's some good shit. We got I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that together. I'm gonna put that together for y'all. I keep on saying I'm put that together. I'm gonna put that together for y'all. I gotta re record the voice. I was gonna put out the voicemail clip. I mean, not the uh-huh. voicemail clip. The dude, the dude that thought I was gonna take his wife. I was gonna put that clip out, but I have to re-record it because it got the because it got Tory Lanes. It got Tory Lanes audio in it, and I don't think his record label gonna clear it. So I have to redo that one. We got some. We we don't be listen. Listen, this is this is just this we in a trust tree right now. We don't be forgetting to put out audio clips on the on our Instagram. It's just mm-hmm. sometimes we just this. 
our work schedule. Not work schedule. That sounds that sounds bad. The 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 shit that we're doing outside the podcast is now intensified. Lady Godiva is on fucking tour now, so it's like we got to find we we're 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 finding a happy medium with it right now. So bear with us. Yeah, we Please. we trying to uh, adjust to this new lifestyle. <laughs> and it abrupt it abruptly happened. I'm... We've been planning for it, but it abruptly happened all really fast. So we're trying to so we're trying to get the workload of Squire Saeed together. There we go. Yeah. Because work now sound like we're talking about work. They're probably like, man, you don't give no fuck about no job. I really don't give no fuck about no job. Fuck a <laughs> fuck, fuck a nine fuck a nine to five. I already got a job and they're staying alive. Shout out to young Jesus. <laughs> What's happening? But anyway, so yeah. Um, Wu Tang. Yo, I finally checked out Wu Tang. I finally checked out Wu Tang's TV series on Hulu. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. They. I didn't even know that it was there. What? <laughs> yeah, Wu Tang. Wu Tang has a Wu Tang has a origin story series called. The Amer- the Wu Tang, the Wu Tang Clan American Saga, and it talks about the upcoming of Wu Tang. And when I tell you, you have to get past the first two episodes. Actually, for me, I had to get past the first two episodes because they're not bad. But it's like I really, it's you have to get re- you have to get adjusted to hearing the word "son" fifty thousand times. Oh, okay. And yo, son, and yo, son, yo, I dead ass to kill this nigga, son. Like yo, son, the, this, this, the, the movie starts with like. <laughs> The movies, the, the the TV show starts with with Raekwon shooting up shooting up apartments shooting up. I forgot. I, I don't want to confuse nobody. Oh, so wow. the right name. He's, it start it start it starts off wild crazy. This how you know I've been watching the show too long. It starts off wild crazy. Like, but yeah, but after after the first two episodes, I got used to them saying "son" so much. Okay. But it's it, I yo towards the end. Oh my God! They touch on everything. They touch on RZA when he was Bobby when he was Bobby Digital. They touch on RZA when he was when he was Rakim. Oh my God! They touch on they touch on RZA when RZA was making "We Love You, Rakim." Oh, we love you, Rakim. <laughs> oh my God! RZA hate that song. Too. You can tell. By the way, y'all, this is not a spoiler alert because if you know Wu Tang Clan, do you know when fucking RZA was Rakim? They talk about RZA. Mm-hmm. I, I I finally understand why RZA RZA. I want to come on this podcast and forgive you, not for stealing from Wu Tang because you dirty for that shit. I want to come on the podcast and forgive you for the comments you used to make about people from the South because now I kind of fully understand why you have such a disdain for some people from the South. Mm-hmm. Because on the show, it showed where he used to live down south, and his auntie was a uh, his auntie was the damn his auntie was a very bad person to him. That's all I'm saying. But oh, I don't wow. forgive the full. I don't forgive the full statements because you you a grown ass man when you make that statement. Y'all don't even know what I'm talking. None of y'all know what I'm talking about. Because it was like a, it was just it was just random. Was, not, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about that part because this part. What I'm what I'm talking about is something that Riza probably only remembers, or people right. that people in front. Of, I remember Riz was doing an interview and he was like, "Oh, people from the south are they you know, they talk slow and all." He was like dissing the south <laughs> to a certain point. And I was like, "Yo, I remember being like 12 and be like, "Yo, fuck Rizza." So I have hated Rizza since then cuz it's like, "How it's like how dare you, my nigga?" I I don't I don't want to put words in his mouth. So I don't want to say that he was he saying that we wasn't intelligent or something like that. I'm like, "This motherfucker just straight up dissing the south. Fuck you." So now I see why you hate the south kind of cuz your auntie was low key a meanie. But fuck you still. Fuck, don't be dissing the South, bitch. <laughs> they talk oh slow. Yo, you slow. 
it, which is really funny because Rizzo raps the slowest out of everybody in Wu-Tang, so it's like the audacity of this nigga. Oh, my God. The audacity that's of this king. That's probably why he's mad, because he was around that too much. <laughs> he like, yo, I got it. I got it from them. No, you did not get it from us. You got your so- you got your soul from us, but as far as the rapping slow, people from the south don't talk really slow. But and but either either way it go, it, but it go but it goes back to it goes back to the notion that people don't understand country and southern, right? Because country people talk really slow. Us southern people, we don't talk. We actually don't talk as slow as you portray it as. That's country right. people. You was in the butt crack of Georgia. You was in the butt crack of Georgia. Man, let me tell you, when it when that um <laughs> accent is like real, real heavy, like I it's hard to articulate like the words unless you're from the south. You know, because it, it, it's it is fast. It's not slow. It's fast. <laughs> that's something like that's something like I don't know what you talk. Nah, like I don't know what you told my home, but but all, but he said that years ago, and I was twelve, so that was so that was a long time ago, and I'm probably misphrasing. Yeah. I'm not, no, fuck, that, I'm not misphrasing. I know me, I'm a Virgo, so I heard you clearly when you said what you said. But I just <laughs> want to say it's all, it's all good, homeboy. I don't appreciate you still. But, you still, you stealing from Wu Tang Clan is is more blasphemous than the Southern comment you made. And I think he said even I said it on a um, even I said it on a record like um, I thought them niggas from the South was slow. Homie tried to play me. Like yeah, so like you be thinking we slow, but we not slow. The South. I, now just now, now the podcast is turned into me defending the South because the South, the South invented the the South. If it wasn't for the South, the music industry would have no independent game. Shout out to Master P, Master P, Two Live Crew, Big Oomp Records, MC Shadi, like all them DJ Tune. DJ Tune is so DJ Tune. I mean, it's in the most respectful way, but you are an old man. Out here in this game, that's still getting DJ Toon was making records for with MC Shadi. Wow! Think about that, y'all. M- DJ Toon looked like he's thirty, but it, it, DJ Toon got to be every close to 60, 50. I like when DJ Toon was talking about how he was making Big Brother, and he had this, uh-huh. he had this sample from Prince. He said Prince loved the fucking record. Prince loved Big Brother by Kanye West. He loved the record. Up to the point he said he loved the record, right? So we like, yeah, we got Prince to do the record. Prince gonna do the record. He said we playing it for everybody. Everybody like, yo, that's gonna be that's gonna be Big Brother. Yo, I can't wait to hear that. Da 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 da. They somebody they somebody they playing it for everybody. Everybody loving the record. You playing the record for everybody. Everybody loving it. Everybody loving it. They telling their friends it's going around the industry. Yo, Kanye West got a record. He got this Prince sample. Y'all know y'all know Prince. Prince do not let you sample a damn thing. Prince won't even let you sample him drinking water. Like you cannot, you cannot even record a Prince fart. DJ DJ Tune is fifty, by the way. So you can't even, so you can't even record a DJ a DJ Prince. You can't even record a Prince fart, right? Like th- that's something you can't even do. Like Prince, Prince don't play, right? Prince do not play around. So they say the record. So they so they talk about the record, right? So they say the record. So it's time to put out the record. The record label hits up Prince like, okay, how many percent you want of it? And just like we talked about with the Chuck D thing, I don't know much y'all remember when I was talking about the conversation I had with Chuck D about I got game, he got game. You want to feel good? It might sound a little something, but fuck the game if it don't mean nothing. Remember I was talking about, I was talking about Chuck D and I think Chuck D, Chuck D, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was, what What was it, 140% they wanted of a record? What? Yeah. Is that, that even possible? 
Yeah, we talked about it in the podcast, remember? Because if they can if they want one hundred and forty, so they want they want a hundred percent of that record and forty percent of another record. But Chuck D, you oh. have to call Chuck D, you have to call, text me or whatever, and let me know what the actual percentage was because I can't I can't remember the percentage you said. But I remember it was because remember we talked about it because I was very curious about Ariana Grande. Yeah, yeah and yeah, Seven yeah. Rings because Seven Rings, I think Seven Rings, the Ariana Grande, they get ninety like. The original writers of, you know, these are a few of my favorite things. They get ninety percent of that record. Mm. Ariana, Ariana Grande got me making a lot of money from that record for her to even want to put the record out and get the money. But, but that's like a win loss. But that's like a win loss or whatever. So, whatever. So, so they called Prince and Prince was like, "Yeah, I want the record, but I want." Prince was nice. Prince was like, "I want a hundred percent." I hope y'all got that sarcasm. But so so DJ Tunk go a hundred percent. He talks to Kanye West like okay. He talks to Kanye West so I okay. I we can give it to him. I'm like the fuck we can. The fuck you mean a hundred? Give him a hundred percent of the record. That means I ain't gonna make shit. He talks to Kanye West. Kanye West a millionaire. I got money too, but I'm not giving no nigga no hundred percent of no record. He said. <laughs> Giving no nigga no hundred percent of no fucking record. So he said, "I said I can flip this sample and make it close to the original, but not the original. Give me four. Give me twenty four hours." So he said he hopped on the plane, went back to Atlanta, bone rushed his studio to find the same. He said, "I'm plugging in. He said, I'm plugging in discs. I'm plugging in um MCP MPCs. I'm plugging in flash drives." He said, "I had to find the sound that I knew I had." He said, "I knew I had the sound." He said, "I didn't even know what the sound was. I just knew I had a sound that can accompany the record." He said, "I'm just plugging in shit." He said, "I was in my studio for twenty minutes. I found the sound. I loaded up onto a flash drive. I got the flash drive. I run right back to the airport and I'm back on the plane to New York." He said, I get back to New York and I start working oh. on the beat. He said, I finished the beat just in time for the 24 hours. So then we had to play it for the record. We had to play it for Kanye West. Kanye West liked it and then we was able to get it out. Because back then, it wasn't, no, you know, like Kanye West put out The Life of Pablo. It was like, oh, we, we delaying it and all this other shit because we want to do this, that, and the third. Yeah. Back then, it was a process of a CD had to go gold. And what a, what that means is, and they still do this in video games, is when a, C, when, a, when, a, when, a when a project goes gold, it means completely done and nothing you can do to change it. So it's done. So back then you had to you had to you had to finish your record. You had to finish the records, have them ready to go to the factory for the CDs to be made. You can't go, yeah. oh, let me delay this by a day, because now if you delay it by a day, you're now costing y'all thousands of dollars. You now have to re mm-hmm. remaster, like you have to remaster re- records take like weeks and sometimes months to re sometimes well not nowadays. I think they 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 don't give a fuck how the fuck shit sounds. So I'm not well, I'm not gonna be an old grumpy man. I don't know how long it takes to master a record now, but mastering records take a pretty fucking long time. So it's like not not oh. a long not a long long time, but it probably take a week or two weeks. It take it takes a while because you gotta go through and fine tune every sound in the record, depending on the artist that you are. And think about Kanye West. Kanye West did power. What Kanye West did stronger. What one hundred not a hundred and twenty five times. I'm not misquoting that. I I Ooh. remember. 44, 44, 44 masters of it. Wow. So then, so then, then, then he put, but, but my favorite part of that is he put the record out 
He said, yo, I'm in the club and it just don't beat like it just, the bass just the bass is not just not hitting like I want it to. So then he goes uh-huh. to Timbaland and Timbaland redoes the drums for redoes 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 the drums and the bass for the record. After you done put after you done re after you done remaster after you done remastered it forty four times. And again, y'all, mastering does not take thirty seconds. Like I know y'all be doing y'all love y'all love stuff for y'all computer. <laughs> Fine tuning of voices and make sure the levels are complete and on point, and you can hear everything in the background. The instrumental is like okay, I want the drums to beat right here. I want the horn is I want the horn to be subtle right here, but I want the horn to be boom. I wanted to boom right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Get lost tonight. You like they're working harder, making harder. You know, like you have to readjust the voice. You have to readjust the voices for it to go. Make it better, faster, stronger. You see, how I got lower. You have to re. Right. You, have to re- you have to cut up the voice and then readjust it for it to go lower, 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 and then go high. <laughs> Wow. Do it better, packing stronger, not Like you have to cut it up for it to sound like that. So just imagine cutting something up forty-four times, and then the motherfucker put the record out, and he like, "Yo, uh, we gonna do this shit again." I was, I like that. Like I learned, like a lot. We talk. I, talk I, I don't like. I don't really don't like Kanye West as a person nowadays. But it's like I really learned a lot of work ethic shit with him. It's like if you have to do something a million times, you're gonna do something a million times. Like. To your to do it to your liking. You can't get perfection, but get it perfect. Get it close enough to perfection that you can, that you like, it, that you can enjoy. It. It's plenty of times where okay. I put something down and I take it right back. Like, oh nope, I don't like it no more. I gotta readjust it. I gotta remake. I gotta remake it. Lady Godiva know that from experience. I I, I Lady Godiva. Lady Godiva. I show Lady. I show Lady Godiva some art. That shit don't come out to like three years later. <laughs> <clears throat> I respect it though because that means like you you really putting your all into it your 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 whole energy into it you know so I I respect it I really do and that and that's something else I wanted to mention was <clears throat> when people want stuff done like for example uh photos taken or a video or whatnot try to try to look up how the process goes because a lot of people don't understand the work that goes behind everything <laughs> and they assume like oh you know it, it, it's quick you know let, let's hurry up like you you're a professional you know what you're doing so I, I need it in the same on the same day you know so i mean it ties in with the with the music i can i, res- I have a newfound respect for artists like all over the world when they when they really take the time out and uh you know master things their their own craft so yeah and it always always shows when you do not when you do not take when you do not take the opportunity to try to make it the best it can it shows like people people may love what you do for that second they may love what you do for that day they may love what you do for that year but ten years from now, will they still be talking about that? Will they still be coming back to that project? So you can make something that's memorable in the first two minutes that people see it, the three minutes or whatever, the video you made, you chopped it up poorly. You can they they'll love it for that second. But will somebody actually come back to watch it again? What replay value does it have if you don't put any thought into it? But that's just my two cents of that. So back to back to the Wu Tang. So yeah, RZA. I think your RZA cold, motherfucker. 
I'm still stuck on the fact that RZA and some other dude that wasn't even really a part of the Wu-Tang was, like, working on the album. And they was getting verses from the Wu-Tang Clan. And, like, they decided to put out a, a what a, 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 a bit, a, a bit, a bidding, a put out a, a Wu-Tang album where you had a bid on it and Martin Scorsese won it. And the Wu-Tang Clan, the rest of the Wu-Tang Clan was like, the fuck? We didn't know you was making a fucking album. I was just giving you a bullshit verse for this bullshit-ass motherfucker that you be running with. I forgot. It's in the it's in the Wu Tang it's in the Wu Tang documentary that's on Showtime. If y'all want to really get into that, but that's not on. The, I wonder if they're gonna address that that on that. I don't think that it's really funny because they're talking about they're talking about all this with 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 RZA sitting there. That what I respect the most. Like yeah, yo, no, you know you was on some bullshit. We gonna tell you on some bullshit. Like this motherfucker out here recorded some album with some motherfucker that they met that he met in the middle of nowhere. I'm trying to find a dude name because he's not a real he's not a real member of the Wu Tang Clan. They got expect the yo expect the dead be rapping, bro. We gotta have a conversation about expect the dead one day. Okay. They got they got my boy they got my they did they did I like I like, I like the way they did my boy old Dirty Bastard on there. He look he got he got a good look on the show. Oh, good. Dave Dave E Dave East Dave East plays Method Man. When I tell you, Dave East is a great. Dave East looks bad all the damn time. I like, I like it. Dave East looks like you could just tell, like he's Method Man. He's Method Man. <laughs> dude, try to tell Method Man. Dude, try to take Dave East, yo. Um, yo, I respect that shit though. I, you know, you know, I know it gotta be hard and all this other stuff. Be out here as a rapper, as a, uh, as a rapper selling these drugs. He's like, I ain't never selling no fucking drugs. What the fuck you talking about? He said, no, yeah, I got it. You you never sold no drugs. No, 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 I really, no, I, nigga, I don't sell no fucking drugs. Because, you know, Method Man used to work at, Method Man used to work at the Statue of Liberty. He was like the he was like the, the manager of the Statue of Liberty, like doing tours and shit in the Statue of Liberty shop. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. y'all should watch. Yeah, yeah, y'all should watch the doc. Y'all should watch the documentary on Showtime. And y'all also should um just check out the Wu Tang, the Wu Tang, the Wu Tang saga on Hulu. <laughs> Cause yeah, he they 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 was on yeah they was on he wasn't he wasn't really he wasn't really too much and he wasn't into that street shit at all. He let you know he went into that street shit. Oh, okay. So y'all should so y'all should definitely so y'all should definitely y'all should definitely jump that off. So yeah, wait, like there's it. two documentaries or is it one show, one documentary? It's one show, one documentary. The documentary is on okay. Showtime. Okay. But and the, the TV show is on Hulu. Honestly, okay. you should you should watch both, but you should definitely watch the TV show if you're not into documentaries. Because the documentary covers the upbringing. Both of them cover the upbringing, but one covers it in a diff. They cover it both in a different way because the upbringing is different. On is you have you you should watch both. Yeah, I um I'm more into documentaries. Like I watch the show too, but I'm because I like the rawness of of everything, you know, in a documentary. Yeah, man, they got they got that shit, that shit. I I I fuck I fuck with. I mean, they're asking. They ask when um when when uh I can't I can't watch call. I can't I can't I can't think. When I was asking when I was asking him um when I was asking RZA so. Rizzo was like, "Y'all want to change my name?" And it was like, "What you, what you gonna change the name to?" Because Method Man was called Shotgun. 
I like that's a horrible day. I'm like, if it's going to go show the goddamn day, it's going to be better, man. Shotgun. No, no. They, it's funny because they be calling them. Because it's funny because at first, because, well, this is, again, this is just Wu-Tang history. Rock, not Rock Kim. Um, Raekwon didn't never want to rap. Raekwon just wanted to sell drugs. Raekwon just wanted to be a drug dealer. Raekwon was like, man, fuck the fuck, fuck you talking about some fucking rapping. Fuck it, the fuck the fuck the. Like the whole show, they try to get this nigga to rap. This nigga just. And he'll jump in the cypher and kill somebody. It's like, nigga, why don't you just be a rapper? The fuck? And it's really funny because we're watching, keep in mind, you're watching this as a, because you know what happens. But when you're watching the show, you don't know that if, if, you, if when you're watching the show, you got to understand that at that time, they didn't know they're going to be this, this, this big, big, multi billion dollar conglomerate. So you're watching the show. <laughs> And Raekwon, Respect the Dead, um, Jizza, like all of them keep on going. Man, you trying to rap, nigga? Man, nigga, you need to, nigga, we need to be out here moving this work, nigga. We need to be out here selling these drugs. You talking about some fucking rapping? You Rizzo, you trying to buy Johnny? You trying to buy an MPC? A MPC? You you know what you could do with two thousand dollars? You know you know how people, you know how people be when you trying to do something that ain't that ain't traditional. And like they try to right. buy MPC. Fuck you trying to buy MPC for? Like so it's like they doing so it's like they doing that. You watch cause so I'm watching it and I keep I have to keep on reminding myself, like, remember, this is before they became a big rap group that yes, that do seem a little weird. <laughs> cause they was like, man, you trying to nah, you trying to buy MPC. I'm not gonna talk about how I'm not gonna talk about too much of the show because a lot of people don't know the story. It's it's a lot of good shit in there. His mom they got they got Cause the the story the story centered around RZA. That's why I keep on talking about RZA, y'all. Because the story is centered around RZA. Cause RZA is the good. Cause you'll see. Actually, I'm gonna shut the fuck up. Because you'll see why the story is centered around RZA. If you watch the show, when you watch the show, you'll see. Okay, now I understand why yeah. it's centered around RZA. Cause it's really it's really a dope little thing around it. You get to learn about. You get to learn about. I'm gonna say this one more thing. Because, because, because. Um, Lady Godiva will love this. You know, you know, um, Method Man used to be used to play Phil, used to play lacrosse. Oh, okay. And he was mean. He was mean with it too. Like I mean, he was good. like he was all state type shit. Nice. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, but for, for, if y'all don't know, if y'all if y'all don't know, Lady Godiva used to play field hockey. Oh man, that was fun. <laughs> Yeah, he was he he watched. Yeah, I I need to see some I need to see some video of I need to see some video of Method Man playing field hockey. I mean, of lacrosse because he's the the way that boy be getting it in. Oh man, when you watch the show, it's like holy shit. He talked about it in the Dan Levitar interview before, and I really didn't pay that much attention. Shout out to Dan Levitar, but man, oh man, I lo- I love the documentary. I'm gonna shut up for y'all can watch it. The documentary is more like the upcoming of Wu Tang, like the group. The the show is more talking about how they came to be a group, like before they were famous and shit like that. Like when they were both some of them draw dealing, some of them like trying to do other stuff. They got they got Rizzo family in there. Somebody somebody they were so, but yeah, it's a real it's a, it's it, I can't wait I can't wait. They left on a cliffhanger and I can't wait for the season. Well, they it didn't end on a cliffhanger, but it 
I don't know how much, because everybody know Wu-Tang's story, but I'm like, a lot of y'all don't know Wu-Tang's story, so this would be like some new shit for y'all to watch, and I don't want to give away like this one thing that happens in the show, so I'm going to shut the hell up, so yeah. A lot of y'all like, we already fucking know, but it's like, no, some people really just generally don't know about about certain things, about record deals, shit like that. It ain't got that, yeah. Anyway, okay, so moving, moving along, moving along to a more serious topic. You know what really blew my mind this week, and I didn't really, and, and it had been blowing everybody else's mind. What's that? Were you scared of Candyman when you was younger? No, I, I, no, I wasn't. Were you? Oh damn! So I just was, I fuck it, fuck it. Yeah, yes, I was fearful as Candyman. Me well, maybe friend? because I didn't. I maybe because I didn't like see the original. I guess I just um. I heard about it. Maybe that's why. <laughs> now you can be like you. Now you can be like ain't no punk ass bitch like you. It's okay. It's okay. You ain't a punk ass bitch like me. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You ain't a punk ass bitch. Your heart don't pump no Kool Aid. Jump and you get too sprayed. I feel I feel you. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I also told y'all that it did. We also told y'all that in the Stranger Things three that that Hopper didn't die. But whatever, whatever. Is there a new season coming out for Stranger Things? Yeah, they put out a trailer. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, the trailer is lit. The trailer, the trailer's not lit. The trailer just like confirming shit that we told them. Like Harper's not dead. Like it's clear to see that at the end they go get the American one out the damn out the damn jail cell. Like it was that was a clear indication. But y'all, but I guess Stranger Things is like yo, these motherfuckers are idiots. Cause they probably like rest in peace, Harper's like. When did we say he died? Like when? Like, cause you know people don't. Cause you know, I, I I'm used to Marvel movies. So whenever a Marvel movie ends, I sit my ass in the theater to the end to 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 the screen goes black. I don't leave. I watch the credits because you know in a Marvel movie you can get you um you can get you a a behind a after credit scene or in the middle of the credit scene. So Stranger Things gave us a, a after the a middle of the credit scene, and we seen that harp. You know, we seen like the 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 little Russian jail, and they like not the Russian jail, the the Russian hideout with the jail cells, and he's walking, he's walking around the gates, clanking the keys, and they go, you know, they feed people to the monsters, and then you hear somebody go, get the get the American one. So that so yeah so uh, so this so they so this this this, this is lady get out call me a punk ass bitch we about, about to go i'm still gonna say it these <laughs> motherfuckers really said i this blew my whole mind they said yo how are y'all tell us how are we scared of a man that we had to summon to come kill us when it came to Candyman, yeah. like you really had to look in the mirror and say Candyman three times in the mirror, in the dark, for him to come kill you. In the in the movie, so when we was young, we used to be like Candyman, Candyman, and flick them motherfucking lights. But look, even now, even now, even now, I didn't get in three. I didn't get in three then. Oh shit, I'm still scared. Even but, then. Doesn't that doesn't that sound kind of like Hail Mary? <laughs> Oh, don't play. Well, I ain't playing. I ain't playing with you. I ain't playing with you, Lady Godiva. I'm not scared to die. But I don't want to die. No silly. Ass. Listen, I got. Listen, I got a video coming out soon that's gonna make a lot of y'all think about life. But we not gonna get there right now. But listen, I, I'm not scared to die. But I don't want to play around with my life. But I don't want. I don't want to die no silly ass way. 
Like, I don't want to die. Oh, yo, summoner, he said Hail Mary three times. Like, no, I don't want to die that way. I don't want to die saying Candyman three times. Like, I was not going to play with my life. So we'll be in the bathroom, me and my friends. It's a whole bunch of us. I guess we wanted to, we wanted to die as a group. Motherfucker be like, Candyman, Candyman. We get to that second Candyman, them lights are coming on. Everybody's scattering. We was not going to get to that. <laughs> we was like six, too. So, you know, we just some scary motherfuckers, man. First of all, we probably be watching that shit. I still remember. I still remember watching Night on L Street. My shout to my friend's sister. She told us not to watch that. She said we were in the Care Bears for you. We were in the Care Bears for y'all. Y'all eat this pizza and y'all watch Care Bears. Do not put that VHS tape in of um, Nightmare L Street. That's for me and my friends. That is not for you, old, you young motherfuckers. Then we had that fireplace <laughs> on. We watched ten minutes of. I am a Care Bear. I'm a Care Bear. Like man, fuck this shit. <laughs> fuck this. She would not. She would not. She was not the fuck out. Like she, she was trying to watch it with us, so she would not the fuck out. I said, oh, always oh, lit. You know, you know me. I already got some shit. But she said, don't watch it. What she, what she gonna do? She sleep. She know. You sure? Yeah. We th- man, we threw that nightmare L Street on. When I tell you. That shit scared us so bad, I couldn't even sleep in a bed for like a good week. She had to sleep, she had to sleep in the living room oh with us because we were scared to sleep in beds. Cause then Nightmare L Street. And then to make it worse, my dad at the time had a water bed. So I definitely wouldn't go into his house. I said, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck no. You think I'm going to a motherfucking Yo, water beds was a wild ass time. Yo, you can die in your sleep, but you just like okay with that shit. <sighs> Yo, why was water beds a thing? And why the hell do people like them? Mm-mm-mm. That's a wild ass time we lived in where water beds was a thing. Like, re- think about it. A bed made of water and it, and it just, and it just, and it just rocks back and forth. But anyway, I was like, fuck that. No sorry, Bob. We slept on the floor for like a week. I bet you her, her, his sister was like, man, her sister was like, yo, I told y'all not to watch that shit. Now y'all dumb mad little motherfuckers watching this shit. Now y'all snotting old scared. Like, don't be scared now. You want to watch Nightmare L Street? You want to watch people get pulled through walls? You want to watch people get pulled through the bed? Man, when she got pulled through that bed, man, that rocked my whole life, bro. I was like, no. No. That, man, I, them, them movies, them movies were scary. Like, them movies were scary when you're younger, man. Oh, man, them movies were scary. Shout out to, to Freddie Cooper. He was a bad motherfucker. I still don't like Freddie versus Jason. That was some trash. But other than that, Oh man, Freddy Cougar, Jason, Jason, and then Jason. Uh, if you didn't want to die, all you had to do was not be out here in these streets, coming having unadulterated, having um premarital sex as a youngin, and he would let you live. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to hear that. I'll risk it all. Like, fuck it, fuck it. Jason comes, Jason comes, Jason comes. Long as Jason comes, after I come, dude, I'm good. <laughs> That was good. I, have to, I gotta pat myself on the back for that one. That was good. <laughs> oh man, but okay, okay, that's 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 okay, okay, okay. We on a roll, but we gotta slow it down so that we can get into Aquaman in a couple seconds, so we can get up out of here. Because I really want, I I am really looking forward to eating some oatmeal. 
oatmeal though. <laughs> hey, listen, don't diss my oatmeal. I want to put some oatmeal with some peaches no, and I some banana. Oatmeal. I don't know. I I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to eat breakfast. I don't eat breakfast, so I'm trying to eat breakfast. But I'm probably. I'm. I'm. But I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm and the kids like to say I'm probably capping. Cause I'm probably just gonna. I'm probably just gonna wait out for lunch or some shit. I don't know. I might. Just, I might just drink some milk. But the game no, plan I mean, is oatmeal is pretty good and it's filling. Like especially if you make it, you know, yourself. Like put the combinations together. It's pretty good. Yeah. Don't be big enough oatmeal because I might not do it. I might, I might do it. That was like a dream. That's not, it sounded good in theory. I don't know now I'm actually <laughs> do it, but we will. Whoa, goddamn. We will, we will see. We will see. Yo, y'all really be out here. Yo, can somebody please explain to me where do all this food be going to y'all stomach? Because <laughs> cause you know, I like, because you know, we fo I follow the vegan food hashtag. This one person got like a whole bunch of food and i'm like what the hell do all this food go in your stomach yeah because i i honestly like i'm full after you know the setting that i put for myself i'd be full before i be eating the food like i'd be doing all that cooking for vegans on eat care right. i'd be forcing myself to eat y'all <laughs> that's why sometimes I be looking uncomfortable because i'd be forcing myself to eat it i'm like okay i gotta eat this shit <laughs> But I know when I was younger, I did have an appetite, but I my metabolism was a lot faster. So I don't know. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, the older, crazy. The older you get, the less you want to eat. Like, man, I like, fuck it. I guess, I guess I eat. Yo, shout out to Outset. Outset was on NCIS. Shout out to him. He, he, getting, his, he getting his acting bag. Okay. Get your act on, man. Get that bread. Get that bread. Okay, but anyway, what was it talking about? Oh, can y'all can y'all do me a favor? I need y'all to do me a favor, and I, I'm not talking to Lady Godiva because Lady Godiva doesn't do this, and nobody was nobody texted me, nobody called me, nobody spoke to me about this. But I just wanna, I just wanna say, um, actually, I'm not gonna say this person's name because then, it's like, I don't. Can y'all leave? Y'all gotta y'all gotta leave artists alone at some point. Yeah. What I mean when what I mean by this is. Creativity is not this thing you turn off and turn on. It's not a switch. Contrary to popular belief, contrary to what your bosses say to you, contrary to how you go about your day, creativity is not a switch that you can turn on and off. Sometimes you go through this point where it's not that you don't want to be creative, but your body just ain't got it. Because you got to understand, you got other stuff that you have to do on top of being creative. You still got to live life. Like, not even, and not even like live life, like go party and shit. Like you just you gotta wake up and eat and all this other stuff and handle your business. Make sure you make sure your money right. Make sure you got food in the house. You know what I'm saying? It, it's certain you gotta do. You have to do regular regular shit on top of. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold the fucking phone. Big boy, fuck you. Okay, big boy. What happened? Fuck you. You son of a bitch. Oh my god! I love how I was like I got lead artists alone. I, oh my god! I hate this nigga, bro. I swear to God, I hate this nigga, bro. <laughs> what happened? Oh my god! You son of a bitch! Don't text me again, ever fucking again. I'm gonna tell y'all because we can, we can't go, but I'm gonna tell I, we we can't go, but I'm gonna tell y'all. I went I went crying there, y'all. I just to be clear, I went crying. That was that was dramatic effect. Kryptonite Fest, my bad. Big Boy presents Kryptonite Fest, starring Big Boy. 
Goody Mob, Earth Game, Saturday, April 18th. Oh! <laughs> April 18th. April 18th. Atlanta, Georgia. You son of a bitch. Oh, that's crazy. A bunch of greatness going on on that day. Big boy, Earth Game? Goody Mob? Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm kidding. Oh God. I was about to talk. I was about to say, look at me. I am mature. I was about to say something. Then I stopped because I was about to say too much. I'm getting good at this <laughs> podcast shit. Because oh me, oh, I already let the fucking words fly. Oh man. <laughs> Dog, that's a great lineup. That's a great lineup. And you know more people going to be at it. Yeah. But, but whatever. If you're on the West Coast, then don't worry about that. Because Lady Godiva is going to be performing in Phoenix, Arizona. So we're going to be in Phoenix, Arizona. Like Doja Cat almost caught a casualty too. Because Doja Cat is one week before we leave for Phoenix, Arizona. I said, if you would have been a week later, I would not have been coming to your show. Because we're going to be in Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> but big boy. Mm-hmm. Whatever. That's crazy. That's dope. That's dope. Congratulations <laughs> on the festival, big boy. Yes. Horrible, horrible fucking time. Like you couldn't have it a week earlier, or a week later. <laughs> like, like of all the days to have it. Like of all the days to have it. But anyway, okay. Back you know, to I, w- I wouldn't be upset if you chose to go go there. Shut the fuck of- up, man. I'm not going to no motherfucking <laughs> festival. Get the fuck out of here. You think I'm about to admit? We got work to do. You think I'm about to be like, ah, oh, fuck, fuck our work. Let me go to a fe- man. Fuck out of here. <laughs> you, you, nigga, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be nice and show them love. You got to make me diss them now. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about no damn festival. We got work to do. Fuck out of here. I'm having more. Fun. I'm having fun on tour. We on tour. The fuck, we on tour. Oh, uh, hey, what what did you show the word? Uh, he went to a festival. Why y'all on tour? Yeah, he said fuck the tour. <laughs> Shit, we missing Dreamville Fest because of the tour. You don't see me? Fuck that. I don't give a fuck about that. We yeah, on tour. Shit, it's listen, big boy. You gonna have another one anyway? We'll catch you on the next one. That's how that go. Alert. See how, see how see how nice Lady Godiva is. Lady Godiva, like man, you know, it's a tour. So you don't gotta come on a tour with me if you don't want to. Like it's a tour. It's the, the tour we've been promoting. <laughs> see how like, see I quit Lady Godiva. That's how nice Lady Godiva is. She was like, okay, fuck it. But no, no fuck that. <laughs> fuck all that. Fuck all that. We leaving all this in here too. By the way, we leaving all this in here. Y'all go, yeah. But but seriously, if you can't make it to Phoenix, then I would love for y'all. If y'all cannot make it to Phoenix, I would love for y'all to go to support Big Boys Tour. I mean festival, but if you can make it to Phoenix, then fuck Big Boys Tour. Come see Lady Godiva because we gonna be having some fun. Yeah, we are. It's gonna be a phenomenal. So yeah, make sure y'all come by and check out Lady Godiva because we we I don't know the fuck Lady Godiva talking about. We we about to have some fun, fun. You, I know, I know. And this time, we, it's not just two ticket options; it's three ticket options. Like, but one sold out, so <laughs> y'all better hurry up. That one I was telling y'all about—that was you. You can still get the. You can still get the. 
you can take the two dollar. Y'all know y'all be arguing about two hundred dollar dates. You can take a girlfriend on a two hundred dollar date because they st that option is still available. You get your private, you get a private bartender. You get a you get a five course meal. Like you get a lot of shit. You get a lot of stuff, and you get to, you get to enjoy yeah. the party because the party is going to be amazing. It is. It's gonna have some fun. Y'all can y'all get y'all can talk to me. I'll talk to y'all. I might I, I'm not gonna dance. I'm about to tell a whole I'm about to tell a whole ass lie. I'm about to say I dance. I'm not gonna dance. No, no dancing. Don't ask me to dance. That gonna be no, I I I'm not, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I, I, I would say if I'm drunk, but I don't drink, so that's another lie. So I know, right? None of none of us no, I'm sorry, scratch that, because one person on our team was uh, drinking, but I don't drink, you don't drink, but we, we, I mean, we don't even need a drink to, to be live, though, we, we good. <laughs> Man, we don't need no drinks, because we already crazy, we don't need no drink. Right. <laughs> Got a, a, a drink, should we, can't, I, I, can, I don't drink, because we, we be too turned up already. Like we haven't, like Drake, Drake, Drake haven't done his taxes. He too turned up. Like we, we, we too turned up. Like, like Drake said, he too turned up. <laughs> Yo, Drake was in, Drake was in Brooklyn the same time we was in Brooklyn. I think we yeah, actually, I know. I don't know or not we seen Drake, but he was at Marcy. We passed Marcy Projects. Nice. When we was going to Taco Dumbo. We had passed Marcy Projects. Nice. Drake said, I haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. <laughs> then Drake started getting. Then Drake started losing his mind. You buying, you buying wine by the glass. You a cheapskate, huh? Excuse me. <laughs> excuse, excuse, sir, 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 sir. What we go? Are we shaming now? I keep that juicy, juicy. They get that lunch. Yeah. I don't know how they pop the mic. I have no clue how that popped in my head. What the fuck was that? But yo, so yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, as I was saying, y'all have to stop harassing artists. And what I mean is, creativity comes and goes. And what doesn't help your creativity is when somebody's howling you for shit. Like they say, I got a record coming out. They say, they say I'm an artist. I got a record coming out. Or I, 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 put, I, I say I got. I'm an artist. I got an album working on. And I just can't think of shit. I can't think. I'm, I'm making shit and it's just trash to me. And then you go online and they go, yo, when the fuck are you going to put out music? Da, 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 da. Like it doesn't like it doesn't help. Like it really doesn't help when y'all do that. But y'all ain't listening anyway. Y'all probably like, man, shut the fuck up. So we're going to get, so we're going to, let's, let's get into the Aquaman later, though. Okay. Awkward meal. Now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast, the Aquaman. You have a question? Or need some advice, or you would like to tell me about how we need to release more content, even though I just told y'all get the fuck off artist dicks about releasing content. They will release it when they're good and ready. Then feel free to click the links in the description of this podcast to get both our emails. I'm, I'm joking, y'all. I'm, I'm totally joking, by the way. Y'all are not like that. I don't want y'all to think that we think y'all are like that. Just, just in case you're a first time listener, like, ooh, got this you know, I like you be. You know, I like you be out with your. You know, I be out with your friends and you be talking to them all kind of crazy, but it's but it's a joke. Yeah. Like like when I was talking to you one time, I was like, man, what the fuck? I said, what the fuck you talking about? And like like and like Pat turned around, like, what the hell going on back here? I'm like, that, that, I'm joking. Like that's how we joke. 
Yo, she was about to whoop my ass. I was scared. All right, <laughs> <laughs> right let's, get to, let's get to the locker room, please. All right, so this is um this is a lengthy one, but it's it's cool. Probably my biggest fear in life is never finding a passion from Apple Forty Five. I'm 29 now, and this has always been something I struggle with. Even so badly, I often wonder if I have depression because I feel so uninterested in so many things. I look around at people in my life and I feel like many of them have this thing that so much of their life revolves around. They can't live without it. I see it all over the internet too. People are so passionate about the most incredible niche thing, things and I love that about people but I've never found that for myself, professionally or personally. But most accounts, I'm progressing quite well in my career and I'm on the path I've always wanted for myself, but I still can't stand going into work every day. Every minute of work is an absolute slog and I ha it has been from every job I've ever been at in my five years of working. I can count on my fingers the number of times I've been legitimately interested in something I've worked on despite somehow feeling like this is the path I've always wanted. Personal life is no better. I'm pretty lukewarm about all of my hobbies. I might do them a couple times a week in, a, in any meaningful way, aka more than 30 minutes. Oftentimes, it feels like I'm forcing it, though. They come and go, and I never really get any better at them. To be honest, I'm not even really sure where most of my free time goes. One minute, I'm home from work, and the next, I'm waking up to go back. I don't even really have many commitments that take up time. Time just seems to sort of disappear on both small and large scales. A guy at work today brought in the this invention he's been working on for 15 years. 15 fucking years, this guy has had the passion to keep this thing going. The entire time he was explaining it to people, the only thing I could think about was how I could never do that with anything because I don't feel that strongly about anything. I can't finish a fiction book, uh, let alone dive into the theory behind a novel invention. Not sure where I'm going with this, but felt the need to get my thoughts out there. Anyone dealt with this before? It legitimately terrifies me. <clears throat> Is it okay if I go? Go right ahead. Okay, so um, Apple 45. Let me tell you. It actually didn't hit me until your age, 29, when I was 29, just about 27 to 29, to finally, finally figure out what I love to do. Um, so you're not like late to the game or like, you know, it, it's it's normal. You're not alone because I felt that way. Strong. I strongly felt that way growing up. I was like, I'm not good at drawing. I'm not good at singing. I'm not good at dancing. I'm not good at this. Blah 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 blah. What is what is my purpose in, on this earth? But it will come to you. 
like as cliche that as that sounds or whatever it will come to you um don't force it because when you force it you'll miss it and then you'll have to wait until it comes like you know shows itself to you if anything you know um pay attention to the things that make you smile the things that you fear the most and that's positive because if that's if that um if you're doing something that like oh my gosh i don't know if i could do this you know if you have that kind of feeling go straight forward with it because that's what you're supposed to be doing um if it makes you smile if it makes you happy while you're doing it um that's another thing that's another like indication that you should be pursuing that um so like for example with the poetry um i didn't know that i'm gonna be like this poet that's going on a book tour <laughs> um however you know i expressed my writing it, it was thoughts to me my thoughts i was just expressing myself and people started calling it poetry so it sometimes like you either know what it is sometimes you know what it is or it comes to you later on in life that's because the lenses of deception or your time didn't come until then so you hear a lot of uh, people like actors or actresses that didn't start until their late 30s or even early 40s into acting or whatever and you know they they are like famous for what they do now and, th and that's not like everybody's goal to be famous i know i don't want to be famous I just want to make a career out of my poetry. So, um, but yeah, I think, I think you're going to be okay. I think you're thinking, you're overthinking it and um, just allow yourself to be and like your answers will come to you. Like, <clears throat> so yeah, I hope that helps. Wow. You put the, you hit the nail on the coffin. I really don't have much to say. I was about to say America get, well, not America. Society gives off this oppression that at 18 you should have everything in place. Like that's why I, really, right? I find it I find it idiotic. Did you uh, one thing I learned now is that we have to adjust certain things with how we deal with things in society now because if you keep on telling people at 18 I'm going to kick you out at 18 you have to do instead of people it's like instead of instead of kicking your child out at 18 if you would just nurture your child and give your child a safe haven and let them collect their money so they, so they have enough money to move out. Their first apartment doesn't have to be a rundown. I might get stabbed walking home. My my car may break down trying to get to work. Like you can set your child up to do so much more if you stop trying to push the old narrative and adage that was from the fucking what nineteen eighties and shit nineteen eighties and seventies. If you stop trying to push that whole narrative and try to have your life together at eighteen people will stop trying to think that they have to have their life together at 18. Because me, I knew what I wanted to do in fourth grade. But as I got older, I learned that most people don't know that. And it's totally okay because I just knew what I wanted to do. Now, at, at fourth grade, I know I wanted to be a fashion designer. I did not know we'd be mm. doing a podcast. I'll be directing films. I'll be creating. I'll be creating what else we do? What else What else we do? Like, we do so, we do so much we shit. So much. I, yes, I did not. And I, shit, even like I'll be real with you. Last year, I did not know that I'd be having a cooking show. Like, what the fuck? Right. 
So it's like you find passion for stuff as you grow in life, but you should never feel like, oh, I'm about to be 30 and I don't have a passion. You just haven't found it yet. It just haven't hit you. Google has a commercial currently where it talks about people and how such and such didn't start writing books till she was 50. Another another person didn't start winning Grammys till that was 77. Jay-Z didn't win. Jay-Z, Jay-Z, correct me if I'm wrong, but Jay-Z still haven't won a Grammy. Like, it's like certain shit you just don't know you want to do. Like, you like you could want to run a club. You know what I'm saying? So it's like certain shit you don't know you want to do until you have experienced enough of life to know that you want to do it. Like, if you look at, look at Madam C.J. Walker. Madam C.J. Walker, pretty sure, didn't grow up wanting to do hair care. But as she got older, she's seen the struggles, and she's seen what women had to go through as women of color. She said, hmm, I'm going to create it. No, she didn't create a hair care business. Let me, let me phrase this. <clears throat> I want to sell hair care products. The little, the, little beige, the little beige house nigga was like, no, you, you, you sell hair care products? You sell my hair care products? Nah. So she said, okay, bitch, I'm going to create my own fucking hair care products. So it's like, you don't know what you want to do until the opportunity comes where you have to do it. Like me, I did not know I wanted to run a magazine. So I seen the way magazines are done so shitty. And I said, you know what? Instead of me complaining about it, how about I change the narrative? Like my blog is me changing the narrative. Like I took it from the magazine and I took it from the magazine. I put it back into blog form because I like my blog more than the magazine world. But I, but you don't know what you want to do until you actually see a problem or identify a problem or a fire ignites in you. And it's totally okay if it comes slower than others because some people can be passionate about something earlier, but that's just okay. And being at work, yeah. and listen, being at work and hating every minute of it is society. It, it you yeah, do get you, know you do get to a my bad you do get to a point where you just waking up, going to work, waking up, going to work, waking up, going to work. And that fucking sucks. But what you should do is, you know, just just, just you can create a like it's gonna it's gonna is listen when it hits you it's gonna hit you. So don't rush it. Don't go actively looking for it. It's gonna find you. Don't feel like you don't don't listen to us or listen to me or listen to anybody and think that you have to do it at this moment. Right. It's coming. Yeah. Um. So, I'm sorry. Yeah. Exactly. Um. I was gonna say, JJ's and I had a conversation last night, and um, Janelle made the comment that she has five more years to figure out what she wants to do. So, like, to get her life together, so that you know, like, the whole 18 thing and um, moving out and this, that, and the third. And I was like, "What are you in a hurry for?" <laughs> you know. So. Yeah, and then the other thing I wanted to mention too, the fact that you know that working a nine to five makes you miserable, it 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 it's a signal that that's not what you're meant to be doing. So you have you have a passion for something that you don't know about just yet. It's going to hit you, and when it does welcome it with open arms and go with it full force um so yeah that's all i have to say about that <laughs> you did a great job like i i knew that you would have something to say about this because this is what lady godiva went through lady godiva did not know that what she was creating was a movement she just was getting she just randomly because what you started writing po you started writing poetry like in your early 20s 
Right. Two thousand nine. Yeah, and it didn't hit you. It didn't hit you till twenty eight. That hey, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Shit, it probably didn't hit you. Honestly, it probably didn't hit like a dive until last week. That hey, this is some shit shit. Yeah, cause yeah, honestly, cause I've been I've been sharing we've been sharing my poetry for a good since what, two thousand thirteen, like hardcore. Yeah. Cause that's right? that, yeah, yeah that's, an, that's another thing. This this is very this is very off the topic, but this is just in the same vein. Is that okay? You start something. It's you're getting it in right. Yeah. People are paying attention, but nobody's paying monetary attention. Steve Mark, I, I we did. We, I talked about this in the Candace Davis quote in the da Candace Davis interview when I was talking about Steve Martin, and Steve Martin was talking about he spent like twenty years working learning the craft spent 10 years in success of it like sometimes it don't come fast and those that come fast yeah. to lose it all quickly because if you're think about the reason why a one-hit wonder is a one-hit wonder is because they're not set up for success like young ma could have been a one-hit wonder if she would have did what y'all wanted her to do like what goes going back to that pressuring artists to do things like release an album release an album release an album i love i love Ooh, release an album release an album she could have listened to y'all and released the album but she said nah i just I, I just been making music for a little while i'm good at my craft i'm glad y'all like it but i'm still learning so this is what i'm gonna do yeah. i'm gonna keep on learning and i'm gonna keep on releasing songs and i'm gonna release an album when i'm ready that's my history her history her, her Sounds uh -huh. fucking great. That's why it's a great album. That's why she's talking about putting it in her she said I'm putting it in her heart. That's that that's the funny ass line. Like, okay, young how big how big is this deal that you put it in her heart? Like I can't like we we can't compete with that. Like us men can't compete with that. She she putting it in hearts. We can't put it in I I, I just got what God gave. I just I got I just got the equipment that got equipment with. I ain't got no deal though, bro. But anyway. I love young and May. Young and May is cool. Y'all should go listen. Y'all I, I think I like big more than I like ooh. It's a savage juice, and I got my pet too. I like, I like Younger Bay. Younger Bay, cool. I like Younger Bay. Yeah, right. Oh, that's your bitch. Oh, that's my bitch too. You trying to fuck? I'm trying to fuck her too. Like that's like, I want that stuff, dog. She said, "That's my soul." I mean, say, yo, yo, take your chains in. What you doing? You, what you, you, you little, you little boy. What you doing? Oh man, but so yeah, but yeah, but, but yeah, on some real shit. You cannot rush success. Success would get there when you when it when it's supposed to get there. Like from time to time, I always find myself listening to Kanye West Last Call because when you listen to Kanye West Last Call, it's a it's a it, it gives you a great like whenever you whenever I just listen to it whenever I I listen to it whenever I feel like I need to listen to it. Not even when I'm feeling sad or something. I just I might listen to it today. Now that I bring it up, I just like hearing the story of the journey. Like the journey is more like people tell you all the time. The journey is more important than the, the destination. Absolutely. Because, I mean, if you think about it, um, if you rush through the journey or, like, don't pay attention to it, when the outcome does come, it's like, okay, that's it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Because I, record, I recorded something yeah. in because I recorded something on the way back from Brooklyn that we probably won't watch till 10 years from now, but we will be happy uh -huh. we got it. Like it's like I'm 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 always taking pictures of a million things because I may never post them or I may not post them now. But it's like we're gonna be happy we got them ten years from now, twenty years from now, thirty years from now. Documentaries and shit, we'll be happy we got just pictures like pictures. 
But yeah, so yeah, y'all should always always enjoy the journey because y'all should honestly y'all should go listen to last call. Listen, whenever you feel like yo, I'm not really getting through, like listen to last call. When Kanye always talk about having a record deal, losing a record deal, or he had a dude that was about to sign in his company and the motherfucker turned around and he said, Yo, I'ma just sign directly with the I'm just sign directly with the fucking record label. Fuck you. You did all these beats for me. Fuck you. I'm gonna sign with the record label. Like when he talk about all this stuff going wrong for him. And then they come, then Dame Dash, because mind you, this mind you, this is college, this is college dropout, like college dropout. So this is the first album, so you don't even know what the fuck happened. So this is Kanye West for Kanye West. This is like Kanye West when he was still a producer. Like this motherfucker didn't think Kanye West was gonna be a. My bad, we about we about to turn to Kanye West rant. But it was back when people thought Kanye West wasn't gonna be nothing but a producer. Like he talked about, and he talked about that on the record. He said, "Dame, even Dame was like." Yo, just just throw just throw Cameron on every record, and then we can say we can say the album is the album bad. We'll but we'll let him do an album. We'll let him do an album, but just throw just throw just throw Cameron on every record. It's on let it's on it's on college dropout. It's one it's one of my it's it's not even a song song, but I fucks with this shit. I'm not gonna play it because it's, it's twelve minutes long, but. Yeah, y'all should go listen to last call. It's on it's on late right. It's on um um college dropout. That's it's not a Kanye West song. It's like it's it's a song in the beginning, but that's one of, that's a, that's a beautiful story. I listen to that story all the time. Like that is some inspirational shit. Like if you ever just in need of like some inspiration, or you just don't feel, or you just like man, fuck this. Shit. Whenever you feel, whenever you feel like fuck this shit, or whenever you feel like just listening to something inspirational, you should listen to that because when I tell you that shit, it's great. I'm just saying. I don't I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I'm trying. To, I'm trying not to rant. I'm trying not to rant about it. So won't you raise your glass for you? So won't you raise your glass for you? That's my shit. So anyway, in conclusion, thank y'all for listening to the Occupy Minority podcast. Make sure that on April 18th we see your ass in Phoenix. Don't take your ass to Big Boy shit if you live close. You go to, <laughs> don't don't go to Big Boy. We better see you. We be on that kryptonite. We not on that kryptonite, but we on that kryptonite. I'm gonna get a phone call. I'm gonna get a phone. Call. It's all love, bro. I, I, we, hey, hey, this is like when Kanye West had to go get Fifty Cent. <laughs> you either become your rivals, but seriously, we would love to see y'all in the place to be, April 18th, Phoenix, Arizona. Come out, dress really nice, so we can take. I want to take pictures with y'all, so y'all better be dressed nice. If you ain't dressed nice, I ain't taking no picture with you. Is that bad? Is that bad? Ah, uh, no, I don't think so. Cause no. it's it's a uh, it's an occasion. So, cause I want I want cause listen, I'm already be the I'm I'm already be the best dressed person there. So last thing I need to do is for you to take a picture with me and you post it on your Instagram and your friends be like, damn, who is that? And then you have to spend the whole time saying, oh, that's G Shutterworth. That's G Shutterworth. You gonna get mad at me cause I was dressed so nice and you wasn't dressed so nice. So I'm saving you some time. Yo, why people be in the airport? Why, why people be in the airport taking pictures with me and they don't even know who I am? <laughs> yes, they do. They know who you are. Yeah, they, be, they be seeing a big, they be seeing a big ass camera in my hand. They be like, "Oh, he gotta be a famous YouTube." Don't let me, don't let me be in the middle of vlogging. Um, they'll, I, I respect that though. Listen, they'll, they'll politely let me finish vlogging. They'll let me finish. They'll let me finish. I, I appreciate that. They'll let me finish. Yo, can I get a picture? Okay. And then somebody else would be like, oh, can I get a picture? 
Like, can I get a picture? I swear to God, I took like three pictures the other day. And I swear, none of them, none of them asked me who I was. None of them asked me what I do. They just seen the camera and me <laughs> vlogging. And they was like, oh shit, he got to be famous. I wonder what I they say when they, I wonder. Brooklyn. Huh? I said, I believe that because that happened in Brooklyn. Several times. That one dude, that one dude was high in his mind. Me, me and the Nate was going to be his ass if he would have jumped stupid. He don't even realize he was too high. I'm like, because at first, the Nate the came out there thinking there was a problem. I'm like, nah, the dude just high asking me dumbass questions. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that vegan. You in that vegan shit? You in that vegan shit? I'm like, man, that nigga. I'm like, I, I'm like, man, I'm from Georgia. So I don't know. I was like, I don't know or not. You just ask me questions for you try to catch me on guard and grab this camera, but you ain't going to grab this camera. I'm going to jump on your motherfucking back. I'm going to yoke you. I'm going to yoke him the fuck right. out. If he would have tried to run, he would have had to try to run fast. He was too, y'all. He, he listen. I don't care. I don't care how tall you talk. I'm gonna tell the story one day about how I beat this tall dude ass, and y'all gonna respect me forever, and y'all ain't gonna try me ever again. But till we get to that day to talk about that story, listen, cause we run out. We need. I, I I need to go eat breakfast for real. It's about to be twelve o'clock. So that day come, listen. I don't care how big you is. I don't care how tall you is. I don't care how strong you think you is. One thing you ain't gonna do is take my shit from me. Yo, you. Oh, you. I really think, cause I really, cause I, I'm, I'm really on some. You know, you know, like maybe like if a, if a, if a, if a mom's child, if a, if a parent's child is in danger, they find a super strength. Yeah. I'm gonna find a super strength. You gonna try to take my shit? I'm gonna think about how much that shit costs. You trying to take? Ooh, you better have a gun. You better have a motherfucker. You can't <laughs> rob. You, I don't, I don't get how people get robbed with their hands. Oh hell, he robbed you for real. What, what do you have? A knife, a gun, uh, his hands. Okay, pass it. Que pasa mi amigo? Like, goddamn, shit. Motherfucker, goddamn, there ain't no hands in the world. Okay, you Tyson Fury. You ain't knocking me. Fuck that. Fuck that. A brick. A brick. You ever heard of a brick? He took your shit and then walked. So you just gonna take my shit and then walk off? Oh, hell nah. The nearest brick will be entering your head. Sweet, you sweet, y'all better learn sweet leg. I know y'all think correct. Yeah, listen, y'all better learn sweet legs. Anyway, what I'm about to say? Oh, you want to hear a story about ODB before we get out of here? Sure. Okay. So ODB was in the recording studio. You know, this was like in Brooklyn. In the recording studio, doing his little thug thizzle, doing his thug thang lang, and a car flipped over and caught a car on fire. ODB and his homies was ran outside, seen that this happened, and they was able to flip the car over and get the little girl, out, get the little fa- get the family and the little girl and this little girl out the car. ODB, once they took her to the hospital, ODB till she got out of the hospital used to go visit the used to go check up on the little girl, oh, like wow. all the time. So like so yeah, that was like a that was like a little hip hop story I wanted to share with y'all. Like ODB is like a great person. Cause people like ODB your favorite. ODB ODB is my favorite member of Wu Tang, just for the simple fact that he had an unorthodox flow. Like he like even on the show they show it like it's unorthodox, and couldn't nobody say nothing about to it. It wouldn't know yo change that shit. Nah, you rap you rap unorthodox, and people have to fuck with it. I kick you in your socks like bam, hit you with the new bop the damn shimmy shimmy y'all shimmy yam shimmy yay. Give me the mic and I'll blow him away. Brooklyn killer, psycho killer, Norman Bates. Like, like if somebody get on a track like that, you like, what the fuck? When it's hitting. 
can't, you can't tell me. You can't tell me he wouldn't shit. But okay. I'm going to get out of here before I keep on talking. <laughs> April 18th. Catch us in Phoenix, Arizona. Dress to impress. Bring your best. Thank you for listening to the Aka Minority Podcast. This has been episode 158. Make sure you voted yesterday in Super Tuesday because I see somebody say something. Um, Kelly, Kelly from Insecure said this, and I want to share this with y'all. And it really don't matter because this come out the day after Super Tuesday. So actually it does play its a part. So yesterday you should have voted. You yesterday vote with your yesterday vote for you in the in the in the, in the um in in Super Tuesday. But when it comes to the election election, we're gonna vote for us because unity needs to be had to get the the clown out of the out of office. Let it get out of this life, man. All the shit rigged anyway, so I don't give a fuck. But I, I but I, I, but I, 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 I be on that Kirtland night, straight up on that Kirtland night. I, 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 I like to, I like to, I like to, I like to be on the side of caution. Like, just in case this shit ain't rigged, I fully believe, I fully believe in a rigged system. Because we've been talking, we've been talking about the coronavirus so much that shit, most people going to be scared to go to the polls. And I'm not even big on that type. I'm not even, to to be real with you, I'm not even big on that type of conspiracy theory. But God damn. Think about that. Like, it it hit, the way, the way that, the way the viruses hit at the right exact moment in time in America, right before Super Tuesday, two cases, two cases were found in Atlanta, Georgia this morning. Wow. Passengers, two passengers just came. The two people that got it are in the same family. They just came back from Italy. Like the way it just hit makes you go, "Oh my god!" So I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but God, I, mean, I am a big conspiracy theorist. I'm, let me stop lying to y'all. I, 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 I yeah, yeah, we're not gonna get, we're not gonna get into that. We're not gonna get into that because I'm about to get into a conspiracy theory. But actually, I don't even think it's conspiracy theory. I do think that the person in the, in the white Bronco killed MLK, but whatever. Yeah. Some of y'all like what the fuck you talking about? Some of y'all like God, God damn, Jesus, son of a really do be in these warm up. I be in the streets. Shit is in shit. The, the shit. The fucking. The fucking. The fuck. But to be real with y'all, the the, the white Bronco, the, the white the white Mustang theory is in the National Museum of African American. The one the one in Tennessee, right next to the hotel that he died on, the balcony he died on. That 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 museum. We have to okay. we have to take the JJs to that museum. But that museum has that has that in it. So I mean that theory is not that that far fetched of a thing. I do think the government I do think the government kills world leaders. Like that's that's a fucking thing. Like the government was the government single handedly took down the Black Panthers. <laughs> like like that is like that is a real thing. Like you can watch you can go to my my okay, I'm gonna shut up after this. But my favorite thing is that you can actually go through documents the free, the free, the Freedom Act, the free, the Free Information Act is a real thing that you can go through documents, FBI documents, and see that the FBI had agents inserted inside the the Black Panthers. They seen that the Black Panthers was like literally just doing shit for the community. It was like, yo, we talked about this in the podcast, Fred Hampton. Yo, they literally just serving lunch to the to the kids and walking old ladies home and making sure that they making sure that families got groceries. Nah, fuck that. Dig deeper. They gotta have something in there. To the point where they set up Fred, where the point to they just they just decided we just gonna kill Fred Hampton, get convicted of killing him, pay out to the family. But ain't no, I'm getting mad. I'm getting mad. We gonna get the fuck out of here. This has been the Aka Minority Podcast. I'm getting mad.
<laughs> I'm getting heated. All right. Bye. Y'all stay safe. Bye. Because I'm getting, I'm, getting, I'm getting angry. I'm getting angry. Rest in peace and pray.